Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fresh from the Field. I'm your host, Ken Nelson, and today our guest is Jolene Griffin, the Director of Industry Relations from the United Dairy Industry of Michigan. How are you doing today, Jolene? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on today. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Thank you for taking the time to be on. And so just for the people listening that may not know um, about United Dairy of Michigan, um, could you talk to them a little bit about the mission and, and your role with the company as well? Absolutely. So at the United Dairy Industry of Michigan, we work on behalf of Michigan's 1,200 dairy farm families. Our role is to connect dairy farmers with consumers. So we are building trust in dairy foods. We're helping to build demand of those dairy foods. We're helping to answer questions. We know consumers have a lot of questions about how our food is produced. And we know our farmers work so hard to provide uh, to provide those dairy foods. And so our role is to help answer those questions that consumers have and to make sure that they know that dairy has a really important part in their diet uh, to provide lots of nutrients. And, and also dairy can pr provide enjoyment as well. That's great. And so in your role with the company, um, I'm sure you're director of industry relations. So you're out and about, you're, you're connecting and creating strategic partnerships and relationships with people. Can you talk about your role and, 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 and just like how long have you been with the company and, and why do you enjoy what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our staff, we, we have about 21 people and we all have different areas of expertise. So we've got a former school teacher who helps us with classroom stuff. We've got folks who are uh, focused on social media. We've got those who are registered dietitians and know like the ins and outs of, of dairy foods and nutrition. And then my role is to take all of those great programs and successes and all of that information and share them with our dairy farmers. So I do that through written communications, whether it's e-newsletters or mail pieces. And as you mentioned, just out and about meeting them, going to industry meetings, visiting farms, answering questions, you know, help, and even helping our farmers host farm tours or be active on social media. Um, so I, I am the face of, of UDIM for our farm families making sure that they know what we're doing on their behalf. Um, I actually just celebrated five years with UDIM last month. Uh, so in June during National Dairy Month. Um, and, and before that, I was with our National Dairy Checkoff Office for seven years. And then my family has a dairy farm in Western Michigan. So I have been involved in the dairy community for many, many decades. <laughs> oh, great, great. Congratulations on five years. Um, Thank you. National Dairy Month. Um, and so what, and you said that was last month? June, June is National Dairy Month. Okay. July is National Ice Cream Month. Uh, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. My favorite month now. I didn't know that. So, <laughs> um, you know, and what's funny, I, I, I'm gonna, I, I just got a Vitamix. I, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I'm just so excited about it. And so I'm gonna talk about it, but what it does, what, how it is related is I can make my own ice cream in it now. And so I'm going to make ice cream in it. That's you know? phenomenal. We yeah. have lots of ice cream recipes on our website. Yep. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw that in there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, yep. So I'm excited about making ice cream in it, in, it, in it. So my wife is sick of hearing me talk about it. And, and I'll say this too. I'm sorry. I'm, I should be getting some money from Vitamix. Seriously. But like I, it took forever for it to come because of just, you know, COVID and everything's happening. So I was talking about it every day and it it came earlier than I thought it was actually. And I was so excited. I came, I was ripped it open. Anyway, I digress. 
I, I, I digress. Um, I'm excited to make ice cream in there. So I will definitely, I'll probably share some pictures. Um, I was going to say, yeah. please let me know how that goes. I didn't realize that they could make ice cream. So yeah. I'm really intrigued now. Yeah. You're going to have to send me pictures. I will, <laughs> I will do that. But so, so we were talking about National Dairy Month and, and what is, what goes on in Michigan in, in, in the dairy industry during that time? So when it comes back around, people can know what to, what to expect. Yeah, so um, you know, National Dairy Month has has been around for for decades. And you know, for for us, we celebrate dairy every single month out of the year. But June is an opportunity when the whole country knows that it that it's National Dairy Month. Obviously, this year looked a lot different, um, as everything in our country and our world looked a lot different. Um, but because we, uh, as consumers, we're spending more and more time at home and less time out and about, we really connected with consumers online. We know that online searches were up, online use was up. I mean, going back to your comment, we were all cooking a lot more and baking and, and doing a lot of that. So um, throughout COVID, you know, when, when all of that started to hit and then even up through, through now, we're still sharing a lot of those recipes. Um, our website, milkmeansmore.org. We have recipes, everything from the decadent ice cream that we all love and, you know, and treats are good uh, once in a while, um, all the way up to snacks. Because as we're working from home and, you know, especially on certain times and then with kids at home, snacking was on, on the rise. So we created some recipes specifically for snacking. Um, we also had recipes that really looked at those pantry staples you know, people might not have been going to the grocery store as much. So if you open up those those pantry doors and say, okay, what do I have? We created those recipes that included um, those pantry staples, which always include dairy, uh, dairy foods, right? Um, so in April, we sent, we worked with our partner, uh, Family Features, and we created uh, two features that one focused on snacking and one focused on those pantry staples. And we sent those out and Family Features allows newspapers from across the country to pick up those recipes and pick up um, those features that we put together. And so we saw a lot of uptick of people using those. Um, you know, also during uh, Dairy Month, National Dairy Month, we had 30 days of dairy. And on our social properties, uh, each week we gave away free dairy foods for a year. Um, so we did one, one drawing a week. Um, you know, really just to show people that dairy does play that important part in our diet, but then also to have some fun with it. You know, we all needed something fun to look forward to in, in June. Um, you know, a couple other things that we did related to social media is we've, we've got a group of influencers who we work with. So these are folks who have their own followings on social media. You know, some of them are, are parents and they have families. Some of them are athletes. We really worked with them to share dairy messages out to their followers. Some of them used their own recipes. Some of them um, hosted giveaways for us, whether it was like a pizza party or you know that type of thing. Um, so really just using all of our channels to create a surround sound to connect with consumers. Usually during June um, and during the summer, we're at a lot of consumer events. Um, we go to those places where we know consumers are. And then we've got a dairy booth. We've got a dairy tent. So they're walking amongst other things and then bam, there we are with free dairy foods or dairy farmers who can answer their questions or interactive games. And so we, we really took that step, um, step back because we weren't able to have those events and go to those events and, and really focused on the mediums of where consumers are right now 
during this this current time. You know, and that that speaks a lot to our staff. We had as many of us do, we had our plan set for the entire year and then this hit and we were all able to take a step back and to pivot and to make changes that, that we needed to. And still, we continue to do that. We, it's, it's uncertain what, what's gonna move ahead, but where our number one goal is to connect with consumers. So, and, and you mentioned, you know, you all pivoting, we're, we're talking about COVID-19 and, and, and the impact it has had on the industry and so many industries and in, in, in around the world. Um, so United Dairy, in, um, let me say that again, sorry. So United Dairy Industry of Michigan has pivoted and, and you guys have adjusted. How, wh what impact has COVID-19 had on the farmers, the dairy industry? Um, and could you speak to that? Yeah, so, so you're exactly right. I mean, COVID-19 affected every single person, whether we were directly impacted or it affected the way we do our jobs. You know, for, for farmers, uh, they continued throughout this, this pandemic of caring for their cows, making sure that their employees and their families were, were safe and, and taken care of. So, you know, the, the biggest thing that we saw with our, our farmers is um, at the onset of this, you know, people were really purchasing a lot of dairy foods at the stores. Um, but as restaurants shut down, uh, a lot of what we, uh, a lot of the dairy foods that we provide are sold at restaurants. The majority of, of cheese and butter, if you think about how much cheese and butter are used in recipes when we go out to eat, you know, and restaurants are buying big blocks of it or big bags of it. And so that really did hurt the prices of, of milk that our farmers were receiving. Um, you know, farmers are resilient. They're, they're still caring for their animals and they're still working to provide a wholesome food. Um, but that was just another, um, you know, another negative effect. We've, we've had our farmers dealing with, um, you know, low milk prices for the last five years. And, um, you know, as we, as we look to recover from COVID-19, we know that consumers were buying milk in the stores. They were buying cheese. And we hope that as restaurants start to open back up and people, um, you know, venture out again, um, that the restaurants will, will pick up. Um, and, and what they're what they're providing and what they're serving, you know, one of one of the areas that our farmers really actually a couple areas that our farmers really focused on were uh, schools. And as schools shut their doors and, and students were were distant learning, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that the students were still getting getting the meals. And so our team worked with the Michigan Department of Education to make sure that school food service directors had what they needed to keep milk cold. And to make sure that milk was still getting in those meals that parents were picking up or maybe the school districts were delivering. So we were able to provide some grants that allowed for coolers or, you know, some food service um, directors just needed that protective equipment to keep their workers safe. And so those, um, those grants allowed them to purchase what they needed. And another way that, that our dairy farmers were really committed uh, during this time is uh, we have dairy producer grants, and so every year our farm families can apply for these to purchase foods for local events, whether it's like chocolate milk at a 5K, or, you know, maybe they've got like a car show in their area and they want to give ice cream sandwiches at those. Um, at the onset of all of this, we saw a lot of them using their dairy producer grants to purchase milk for food pantries in their local areas. And so we uh, had a brainstorming session and said, okay, what else can we do? We know our farmers 
they want to fix something. When something is wrong or something is broken, they want to fix it. And so we wanted to make sure that they could help in their local community. So we created a pilot grant program that helped uh, get 18 milk coolers into food pantries across the state. So a lot of these food pantries were ones that our farmers worked directly with, you know, maybe it was connected to their church or to their local school. And so the farmers were able to nominate these food pantries. And then uh, we worked to get the coolers uh, purchased and installed um, into the, the food pantries. Uh, I believe they hold about 36 gallons of milk. Um, and we've started to see some photos coming in of the food pantry directors and the farmers you know, filling that, that milk cooler up with the milk, or some of them are putting cheese or, or yogurt in there. And then just to hear the stories from the food pantries of, you know, just how much it's going to benefit their local communities has been so heartwarming. Wow, that's great. I mean, that's amazing. And, and you know, to see the resiliency, you know, in, in, in farmers and in companies yeah. and in the community during this time. And, um, and you know, we, so my next question, it's, it's kind of still talking about um, we had COVID-19 that's hit, it's not gone. And on mm -hmm. top of that, now we had some devastating flooding that happened in um, Midland County. And so on top of the COVID-19 mm -hmm. and, and, and all of the pivoting happening, you get this devastating flooding. And um, United Dairy, Dairy Industry of Michigan partnered with Dominoes, am I am I right to to help um, victims of the flood? Can you can you speak to that? Yes, yes, you are correct. Uh, so Domino Domino's Pizza is actually uh, been a partner of Dairy Checkoff since two thousand and nine. Um, so we've partnered with them to have more cheese added on their pizzas, to create um, you know different types of pizzas to meet consumer demands, to create different um, menu items. Um, so when the, the flooding hit uh, in May, you know, we, we really saw those communities coming together. As, as you mentioned, this is another thing that's happening to our peers across the state of Michigan. And so we were able to provide a grant uh, that allowed Domino's Pizza um, up in that tri-county area uh, to work with the United Way. So they were able to provide and take pizzas to shelters where families were having to live because their houses were, were devastated from the floods. Um, and the other thing that we did too was we asked that some of those pizzas be delivered to the frontline workers. So those people who are working around the clock to fix and, and um, you know, to make things better across, across that, that area. So we provided uh, pizzas to uh, food pantries, like I said, in, in those three counties of Midland, Gladwin, and Saginaw. Um, and Domino's is just such a great partner because they are in their local communities and they were really excited to be able to get this grant and to do some, some good in their community that, that was devastated. So that was, that's great. The support that um, UDIM is showing in the community of a partner with Domino's and, and helping out these local, the community and local organizations um, to give back during this difficult time. And so for people listening uh, to the podcast, how can they, um, support local dairy farmers and and um, really support Michigan um, dairy products? Yeah, so local, um, we, we all want to support local. We all want to support our community members. We all want to support things that were made in our state. I think Michiganders, we're, we're pretty proud of our state. Um, and so dairy, uh, there are dairy farms 
in a majority of the 83 counties in, in Michigan. And so most of the milk that people are purchasing in Michigan was from farms in our own state. And uh, there's this really cool code that you can look for on a gallon of milk or uh, uh, any container of milk. Um, it's a five digit code. And the first two digits uh, uh, will be 26. And 26 represents the state of Michigan. So when you see that five digit code and you see it starting with the numbers 26, that means it's from Michigan. And then those next three numbers uh, signify the plant where that milk was pasteurized and then packaged into the containers. You know, we have uh, processing plants all across our state that bring fluid milk to consumers. They, they're the ones who pasteurize it and then package it and transport it to the stores and the schools. We have plants, um, uh, processing plants in our state that make cheese and that make ice cream. And so you can really support local dairy farmers and then even those those people who work in the processing plants by just purchasing dairy foods, um, it's going to go to support, you know, our, our 1200 dairy farms across our state. Wow, that's that's great. I, I did not know about um, the number 26 on a milk carton. So um, would that number be on all dairy products? That are being sold in the state that you can see the 26 led by the other numbers so it's it's definitely on all containers of milk so whether that's white or fluid or even uh the the buttermilk or the whipping cream and it's possible that it could be on containers of like the spoonable products so um the the yogurts and and the cottage cheese okay no this is also wonderful information jolene thank you so much for sharing it now um before we leave is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners yeah so one other area that we're focused on is talking about sustainability so our dairy farmers are committed to taking care of their cows and they're also committed to taking care of their land um so we've got some research that shows that uh, over the last 70 years our dairy farmers are producing more milk um using less natural resources. You know, if we think about the, the great state of Michigan, we have a lot of really great resources. We have a lot of water um, and our farmers want to protect that as well. They, they live right there. They live on their farms. They, they want to make sure that uh, that uh, environment is taken care of so that they can share it with the next generation. So we did create a new a page on our website that shares some of those sustainability facts. Um, really talking about how we care for the soil to grow the crops that feed the cows and how we're just doing more and we're always doing better. Continuous improvement is what we strive for in the dairy communities. And so I would just encourage folks if they have questions about sustainability or want some of those recipes or have questions uh, about that 26 code, you can always visit our website, which is www.milkmeansmore.org. Great, great. Thank you so much. Now I'll put that website in the show notes for everyone listening. Uh, but thank you so much, Jolene. I really enjoyed today's podcast. It's very valuable information and just it's great to see what you all are doing in the community during this difficult time and just really um, just keep keep up the great work. Thank you for inviting me along. It's always fun to talk about what we do and, and the work that our dairy farmers are doing. And then it's just so important right now to show how our entire state's coming together during during this time. So I appreciate the invitation. Oh, no problem. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.